Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Get ready, cause here I come. Blah, 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 blah. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stacey and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. There had been six days where we hadn't posted anything together and the tabloids lost their shit because they thought we'd broken up. Six days. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, welcome. We are glad to have you here. Yes. Listen to us. Hello. Hello. Oh my God. I was about to sing hello as in like Adele. The Adele hello. Yeah. Oh God, you got a few comments on our video, didn't you? I know. You? I did. Yeah. It was epic. Yeah. I got a few phone calls actually too. What from what Yeah, saying you say? need to sing, you need to sing more. Oh, just like family members yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. nice things. That's nice. Which was nice. Christy can sing and she uh, she showcased that on a video we put on our Facebook page, um, writing a, a kind of a parody song about Adele's eyeline. But mm. I think the star of the show really is the last verse. So you'll need to hang on for that. <laughs> you really, Stacey brings it home. Yeah, I commit. You really do bring it home. As a performer, that's all you can ask. Although I had somebody go, and you know what, like you've got a nice voice, but Stacey's got a really good voice too. Like she actually is good. I'm like, I know that's the funny thing. You're joking. I, but you hit the notes and you make a joke of it, and that's the funny part. But you also can. <laughs> you can hit the notes. You got. You that's were hitting the notes. Yeah, but you can hit the notes and sound like that, Christy. <laughs> like you might be able because I've got a good. I've got it in the ear for how I just I understand but so I can I think I can mimic things but that doesn't mean you sound good like well, you can be technical and be terrible well this person was getting defensive of you they were like oh all the comments you know this person. who was that it was Rach oh really yeah she was like all the comments were saying oh well one person can sing she was like Stacey's very good too you know and just I just was like getting a bit defensive oh, and I'm like of course you were oh god bless her <laughs> everybody does when I take the piss out of myself don't they they think I'm like it's like the time where I said 31065, do, does my hair look good? And everyone was like, oh, how awful. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm okay, everyone. I'm okay. Um, if you do want to check out some of the things that are from our, our radio show, which you can hear on the Kiss and Mix networks across the country, 7 till 9, go to our Facebook page. But we aren't here to talk about that. Um, we no, do no. have a podcast to do each and every week. We bring uh, a thought we're thinking but not saying and, and hash it out with a particular guest. This particular chick was completely fall in love with and, that, and by the country more mm. so, I think. Think than um, than what I think she thinks I was going to say, um, and she ha- has a really established media career in her own right. Um, worked her way up regional, as we say, respect. Yeah. Christy and I know what that's like um, as a, a news journalist, and then became an anchor. Mm. Um, we are talking about the one and only Bachelorette, Georgia Love. Hey, girl. 
Hello. What an intro. I feel like I can't live up to that now. <laughs> you can. Oh, you can and you will. Just cooler than I am. Just be, no, your, no, no. be yourself. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we are so thrilled that you're joining us. Um, and, and of course, we want to mention that you are an ambassador of Pancare Foundation. Obviously, we know that there's lots of personal, um, personal connections to that. So uh, we just wanted to reference that and make sure that everybody knows that, that you're doing good things behind the scenes with all of that stuff as well. But we are thrilled to have you. Are you ready? Ready for this chat? <laughs> I think I am, but I'm not really sure if I ever can be. So, hey, let's just do it. Wait, <laughs> this is the thing. We never – it's funny because when you, when you are joined by different people, and I, and I suppose maybe if you've listened to the podcast before or maybe just have an idea about the fact that thoughts you're thinking but not saying can be a thing where you're like, I've got to bring something that's got shock value. Well, do you did you get that vibe when you researched us maybe? Or like, or did your people tell yeah. you? Is that what happens? No, no I, I've heard your podcast before uh-huh. and I've heard obviously your radio show and I know it is a lot about that kind of, you know, thinking saying things that you're thinking and not saying. And usually you'd be thinking them and not saying them because they're a bit taboo <laughs> yeah, or right, okay. they're a bit risque. So It's yeah, just interesting to hear what it's like phones. in your yeah. space to come and join us. Like I've never really asked that question. No, I've, I've never what really it's like for someone to come into an interview with us because or, or it, well, this is an interview but on the radio show it would be the same where people would be like, what the hell You've got a preconceived into? idea about what you've got to bring. But this is the thing, Georgia, we never want you or anybody to be like, oh, I've got to talk about something that I'm not comfy yeah. Yeah. If your vagina's about, not on you know, the table, it's yeah. not on the table. We like just won't talk. We just <laughs> yeah. won't talk about your vagina. There's um, heaps of other things to talk about. <laughs> Let's um, do a bit of a contents and get amongst it uh, with what we can expect from this this week's episode. George, do you want to uh, just give us a headline of what you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk a bit about how like the world has moved on from enjoying things in the moment, and I think that everybody forgets that in like the 80s people enjoyed things and had memories without having it on their phone mm-hmm. and I'm inspired by this for two reasons one is because I went to the Adele concert on the weekend which was incredible Amazing. but the thing that really upset me was how many people were watching it through their phones yeah. oh my god I felt like this at Justin Bieber yeah last right? week yeah. yeah I'm with you I've thought about this before by this topic to me is that my phone had a little um swim in the bottom of the toilet bowl last week and I lost everything from the last six months and I was absolutely beside myself and then I kind of got to the point where I realized well hang on you know 20 years ago we didn't have everything every photo of everything we've ever done in our hand anyway so is it that big a deal it's funny because it kind of got me thinking about that I um and just a real quick headline I'm going to talk about sharing um stories on the show and on the podcast of um people in my life Mm -hmm. and and the balance of how you know you kind of go across that what did you want to bring um I want to bring judgment around your exes and how um, mm-hmm. I don't know, you can be surprised when certain people say, oh, I was with this type of person, this type of guy or girl, and you're like, whoa, there is this kind of judgment where you don't expect it. But on to, Georgia, we'll kick, you, we'll kick off uh, your, um, your particular gem. I lost a lot of photos and things. What would have been last year, I think? Yeah, I think it was late last year. It was probably, what, the I think six months, right, worth? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was from the beginning of when it was about, it probably worked out to be about nine months. And you kind of have that real freak out at the beginning. And then you realize you just, 
go on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. go on living. Well, you can just create more memories. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a pocket. And maybe if you had kids or, you know, there were other things where someone's first steps or But remember a you went through, or, I don't know. You went through the things. You go, what's happened in the last nine months? And yeah. you thought moving to Sydney. And then you, remember you thought about Harvey, your godson. Yeah. You were yeah. like, what have I missed there? Yeah. Because you were going through all the things. So I went yeah. down, yeah, I went down a list of the big things that I would like to have documented. And I went back and found the photos on Facebook or got people to send me ones. Mm. So I don't yeah, know if you've done that, well, Georgia. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm kind of going, right, there are only photos, it doesn't matter. But then the last six months of my life have been absolutely the most full-on, ridiculous six months of my entire life. Um, And I was kind of going, oh, I've lost everything from the show. I've lost all the first photos of me and Lee together. And then it hit me that I'd lost all of the last photos of my mum. Oh, no. Um, And that I was just absolutely beside myself, like beside myself. But... Yeah, you know, it just can And again, I'm, I'm good on social media, so I've posted a lot. So I've still got some of them, you know. Obviously, my family still has photos of her. And somebody actually said to me, they were the ones that kind of brought up to me when, because, you know, my mum's my dad passed away when mum was only my age, so the same thing. And, and she said, well, your mum never had, you know, 20 photos in an album from his last month and it's she's true. dealt and she's got memories of him mm. still and they never face just because we're in 2017 where we have photos of everything in our pockets at all times doesn't mean that's the only way we can remember things so absolutely yeah, yeah. it just kind of took me a bit out of 2017 and made me realize that you know it is it was a first world problem <laughs> and really. also I think one that we've created for ourselves mm. so absolutely. You, can, you can get out of that too I suppose did Lee meet your mum Georgia he did. Okay, um, yeah. So he met her only twice and once. Okay, so so she was admitted into palliative care um, a week before the finale of The Bachelorette yes, was yeah, going yeah, on yeah. air. Yeah. Um, and when that happened and we realised she wasn't going to be coming out again, he came into the hospital to meet her because, of course, at that time when the show was on the air, uh, we weren't allowed to see each other in case, you know, we were being followed by paths or anything and they didn't want to ruin the ending of the show. Um, but when she got so sick, he just went, well, stuff it at the end of the day it's a tv show yeah um you know I, I, this is real life so he came in in and met her um in hospital which was really lovely because she was um you know up and about enough to talk to him and um they had good chat and really got to know each other and she very much gave her blessing there yeah yeah um, that's so nice and, that, and that would be so nice for before she goes for you to be able to have that where he can actually know her and speak to her and you can have that, as you say, you know, have her blessing almost. That would be a really yeah. nice thing. But you also can't yeah. put that yeah. in a photo. Yeah. You know, like. Well, exactly. You're right. You're right. So that's that's something you've got and those things that you have yeah. that you don't have in your phone, you mm. know. Like I think that's a really good way of getting perspective mm. too. Like you kind yeah. of go, nah, that, that memory. I think a lot of the time we try also. I think we freak out that we're going to forget things. I think people mm. are really fearful of forgetting. But if you. I think that's why meditation and all of that stuff is so important because if you get rid of all the fear of it, you've got a feeling there. Mm. Like most of the time, you're not, I don't think you forget feelings as much as you forget memories. So I, I think sometimes yeah. you need to try and remind yourself that the feeling of how you felt at that time or other times, whether you've lost your phone or done other bits and pieces that you've not got, 
you you always have the feeling. Mm. I don't think you forget feelings. Yeah, I know. I, or, I agree. I'm a bit of a weirdo with fo- with photos because yeah. I'm a bit of the opposite. I feel like sometimes I have to actually force myself to get out my phone to take a photo or take a video. I've or, become more like that. Yeah, that it is mm. something that on the weekends I would sometimes have to physically go take a freaking photo because, you know, like – I don't know, it's nice to have photos every now and then of friends if you're catching up or, I don't know, a recent photo of yourself where you've got makeup on because, I don't know, it's it's something that is really not that natural to me even when I'm, I've been overseas and stuff and there's so many people walking around with, you know, amazing SLR and, you know, really good cameras taking photos of freaking everything. Like There was this guy in my Contiki I remember a few years ago that would take photos of like everything, like take photos of signs and take photos of a, a bakery But I think sign. sometimes travel photography is a bit different. Yeah, but I was just thinking I might – I get I get stressed with, so, with the amount of photos where I'm like I would just be so stressed coming back with 5,000 photos. You're a tech I am a tech tard. So I am sometimes like I will take photos of the photos that I know that I will end up printing and putting in an album and the other ones I'll just remember. Now I stopped. I don't. I actually find myself pulling back from taking photos because I know so many people take them for me. Yeah, Do you know I mean? yeah. yeah. Like I've I've felt that as well after being on the Bachelorette. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have a way to take photos for three months of filming, and everything was being captured anyway. And then for three months after that, I wasn't allowed on social media while the show was on air. So I was kind of like, well, what's the point in taking photos if I can't post them anyway? So I kind of got into that habit of going. Someone else will capture it. I'll find a tagged photo later. I'm so glad that we do this for work, though, because I think it also takes away, A, we're lucky. Like, you could, if my kids want to find out about what I was like at this age, <laughs> they're going to be able to. It's going to be quite easy. Whether you want that or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, at, but so that's already something that we're lucky that we have, I suppose. But on the flip side of that, we don't, I don't know, I see a lot of that stuff as work. Yeah, so I'm the same. I think that's why. It's not my real life. So when I am with my friends, it's the last thing I want to do is take photos, yeah, document, get things because we do that for a living yeah. all the time. And social media is such a big part of our careers and our brand. It does feel like work. So I think mm. that's a good thing because then when you are being, you know, kind of chilling and, and being yourself, you're not, you don't have that that same kind of drive that I think other people that don't work around it all the time have. It is, it is crazy yeah. though when you do see people like as you said before Georgia at the Adele concert like you can see like the reason that you're at Adele is to see her live right like you can right, actually yeah. see her and I went to Justin Bieber last week and I was it was overwhelming because it's kind of like I, I was thinking about the way that when you first go to Paris and you see the Eiffel Tower, like this is an image that you have seen probably up to 10,000 times, right? Mm-hmm. On photos, on Facebook, on um, TV shows, on movies. And when you see the Eiffel Tower with your own eyeballs, I felt so overwhelmed. Not because I'm like, this is an amazing structure or it's so beautiful. It is. But I was also like, I'm seeing it with my own retinas. And I felt like yeah, that with Justin Bieber. I'm serious. I was like... I have seen photos and videos and this guy everywhere. And when you're seeing him with your own eyeballs, it is full on. Yet every single person around me at that concert was doing the same thing. Not looking at them with their own eyes, but through their screen when they had the choice not to see it through a screen for once. Yeah, and I was I was lucky enough to be really, really close to Adele, but there were people still even closer 
And she would come around because the stage was round, so she was really close to a lot of people at a lot of times. And she would come and be standing right in front of a whole bunch of people, and that's when they've all got their phones out. And I'm just going, oh, my God, just look at her. And it's, I don't know, it's this thing of if I capture a photo, I can put it on social media and get likes rather than I can actually... You know, these people have paid like $850 to be mm. in those seats or that front row. Yeah. And they're watching it through a screen. You can go on Instagram later tonight and see those photos from other people. Just yeah. watch it yourself. It's so bizarre. But isn't I was it? watching something on telly that was all about why we post things on social media and then what happens when you get the likes. It, because your brain actually releases endorphins, like the the feel good hormones, when you see the gratification of people liking the shit that you post on Instagram. Like that's why it's that's why social media is so addictive because it makes never... you because it makes you feel good. It, it maybe if I put like a sunsetty photo up I'll think like I'll be a bit crafty with it but I never put a photo up thinking of how many likes I'll get ever no I don't either but then I can't deny that when people do underlying there is something where you go oh that's nice I've cracked you know over the 200 likes on insta it is and you keep checking the other way just as strongly because if you get you know I don't know 2,000 um, likes on one thing and then 900 on the next, you go, oh, well, what have I done wrong this time? Says, mm. says you know, the Bachelorette. The like, it's the classic, <laughs> classic numbers from the Bachelorette. Yeah, we can't, uh, we can't relate to that, uh, Georgia Love. <laughs> We're still, you know, getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> my, my biggest like photo ever before the Bachelorette was 99 likes. And I was like, holy shit, I've got 99 likes. And oh. then literally the next, photo I posted because it was like six months later it was of me and Lee and it was like 28,000 or something utterly oh, you, like, ha- you held him in you held him in far out you would have yeah you could hold him in the people gag for them oh, like absolutely but you know gag. when you've hit triple figures it's a big day oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah especially when you I don't utilise hashtags if we, if we dress up and give a shit oh. people love it oh, yeah. how much do people love it when people dress up like it's but just, as if you don't love it like I love it that people love it i'd be lying if i said i didn't when you see oh, there's course. lots of likes you go oh that's of nice. course but I, it does make me giggle about <laughs> what people choose to like more than other things do you know what i mean like people love oh, definitely people I love a death love down. a death so if you're putting anything up about it's really sick you know mm. like put you kind of then also then feel guilty like i put something up about my uncle a few weeks ago and and i and it and i never looked at the likes until my brother said something to me about you know, well, did you get likes on it? And I was like, that's gross. And then I went back and looked and I was like, people love it. There's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it's a weird – and that's, of course, why I was putting it up there because I wanted to share some nice Mm. thoughts. But Mm. it still is a bit of a weird thing, isn't it? Mm. Like that. Well, I've had that – I've had a couple of people say, um, you know, comment – I say people, they're not really that, are they? They're trolls behind the keyboard. But – yeah, comment if, if I post something about my mum and I'm doing that completely for myself, you know, I'm having a bad day. I miss my mum. I'm going to post a beautiful photo of her and write a nice tribute for myself because that's what I feel like doing. And I have people going, you know, oh, I can't believe you're utilising your mother's death for likes and we wow. get it, your mum died, get over it or like horrible things. And I'm, I'm doing this 100%. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For me, because I want to share a beautiful photo of my mum when I'm missing her. And just, yeah, it's, it's bizarre what people think about what you're posting and why. Yeah, moving. And just forgetting that we're people. Missed anything from the Thinky Girls this week? Right. To your story. <laughs> Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkygirls.com.au to catch up. Moving into that, I suppose I wanted to talk about this week of that, that ability of knowing what to share and when not to when it involves other people. Mm. Obviously, we all have jobs that are in the public eye now um, and that sounds that sounds like a weird thing for us to say still because mm-hmm. we had a podcast and of course they were they, people were listening but it is a different level mm-hmm. you know um, the second you get a, a big show and it's interesting because there's all different types of stories that I share whether it's about ex-boyfriends whether it's about dates whether it's about family members whether it's about friends and I've got a pretty good gauge on the kinds of people that are more open than not and making sure that I'm mindful of that. But there are instances and times where your experience is very much involved in a story that may be closely connected with someone that may not be as comfortable. And you, you ha- how do you make that choice, them mm. over you? Mm. Because in the end, it's your job and it's the way that you you see the world and, it's, and I get that because obviously – then that's my share and that's what I get to do. But they they didn't choose that. Um, but then there's still an element of the fact that it's that's my life and that's yeah. what I love to do. I think that's the line. I've struggled with this so much, um, especially in the last six to 12 months, I reckon, with same thing, um, certain people in my life. And I, I have overstepped the mark sometimes, I think, mm. where I think if you're hearing it and what I've learned, what I've taken away from these stuff-ups and sharing too much and hurting people is that if you're hearing it for the first time on the podcast or the radio show, like these thoughts that I've had but they're not brought up and you're hearing it for the first time about yourself on the radio, I think that's um, that's something that but I'm see, mindful of. I don't think I've gone as far yeah, in that I think instance. I've gone. You, yeah, far, I actually yeah. think I've been pretty fair, and I'm and I I think a lot of people would think that you're very quick to jump and make those decisions. No, everything we do is very considered and thought out. So I think a lot of the time, how far back do you pull for that mm. situation too? Because it's like I actually think that I am very considered with that, and I really don't put focus on things where I think that it's unfair. I, I protect that first and foremost, always, always. But then there's a time where I might want to talk about something. You know? I think when and it's your story. 
Yeah. It's what you said it's what you said earlier. If if something happened to a friend, for instance, that was a really mortifying, embarrassing experience and they've told you this story that went down on a date, for instance, and then you retell that story on air that they've told you about, I think that would be something that they could be mad about because it's not your story. You weren't well, there. A couple weeks You're retelling. Ago, yeah, a couple of weeks ago someone was telling me a story and mm. said specifically, Do not that cannot go on the show. And I looked at them and I said it will never go on the show if you ask me for it not to go on the show. Yeah. It's that simple. Mm. You know, like But then you also don't want your friends not telling you things because they're scared you might talk about it on the radio. You know, you don't want yeah. anyone to have a filter on what they're saying to you. I've been in that position though. Friends told me that. I don't think I've been to that point. But I suppose maybe it's getting there. I don't know. Maybe the bigger it gets, maybe that's the more that it goes. What about you, Georgia? How have you towed the line, especially with your relationship? It's like tricky because that's where everybody met you guys. Mm -hmm. But then you've obviously had to make some decisions on how you live your life. Yeah, it is really hard actually because I was – I mean, I've watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette before, always, every season. I've been a massive fan of it. So for me, I know what – fans kind of expect and want because I've been in that position. Um, and I don't like when people come out of these shows and go, you know, we're not going to share anything about our relationship with, you know, the public because this is personal now. And I kind of thought, well, hang on, you've met in this public way. You've brought us in and we're invested. Don't just shut us out. But then, of course, being in it, I'm going, what? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't want to share everything <laughs> yeah. with everyone. <laughs> so there is a really fine line of kind of, you know, going, this is what we're doing. And if people, you know, like us and want to know we're doing that slowly, but also we don't have to document everything. And it came to a head, I think, where Lee had gone back to work and he's a tradie, so he works tradies hours. And, you know, we're very boring midweek. He goes to work. We come home. Sometimes we cook dinner and watch a movie on the couch. We're, but we're not living together, so we don't see each other every night either. And there was a time when um, he'd just gone back to work and there had been six days where we hadn't posted anything together and the tabloids lost their shit because they thought we'd broken up. Six days. Oh, whoa, what pressure. <laughs> yeah. And so then we were kind of going, well, we're not going to respond to this because we don't want to just be, you know, at the beck and call of anyone saying rumours all the time. So we left it another couple of days and that just went hell for leather. Everyone freaked right out about that. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of... I suppose that's given me a bit of insight into this world of, yeah, what do you share? How much do you share? When, do it, you, when it comes to Lee, do you run stuff past him? Like if you're going to share, I don't know, like more of an opinion piece or get a bit more personal or post something, would you ever? have you ever been in that position where you go, babe, is it, is it all right if I post this or is, are you cool if I talk about this? Um, yes, I have. And the reason I have is actually because I – put up a, like a video on my Instagram story one night. We were in Sydney on holidays and it was boiling hot and we're in this Airbnb. The air conditioner didn't work. Anyway, it was 2 o'clock in the morning and he had cracked the shits and was storming around in his underwear. <laughs> going, oh, I'm trying to get a fan Hashtag on. Hashtag actual life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. So I'm filming him and posted it and then Daily Mail picked it up and they had him oh. in his undies going F this, F that everywhere. And he wasn't very happy about that. So <laughs> I'm spewing I missed it, to be honest. Oh, you'll be able to find it on Daily Mail. Look it up. <laughs> something like Lee Elliott cracked shits in tidy whities or- <laughs> <laughs> That is so good. Oh, Christ. Yeah, okay, oh. fair enough. He's allowed to call it. What about you? Does he check with you? Um. Well, he got his own back when he... he um, 
recorded me eating a burger and it was all like falling down my face. Oh, God. So now you guys can use battles to each other. And so we are even. That's not a good competition to get into. (laughs) No. Shit. I think we're at a level now. There have been enough things that we've been asked about and have happened that we've kind of realised where the line is. Well, that's good. So you figured it out amongst yourselves, yeah, without needing to completely dictate. Yeah, it's funny and I think that line is something that you've got to dance around but I do think it's important, I don't know, for me it's been important to also know because I am a little bit probably extra considerate that it is also important for me to think about myself too Mm. because I think you very much jump in and you do have the mic so I suppose I take it pretty seriously to make sure when I am speaking about people that are in my life that I think about that. But I also think it's just as important to kind of, I don't know, be able to share my authentic stories too. But it's a tricky one. Mm, yeah, it's a re- I th- and I don't think you'll always get it right either. Like no. they'll all, even th- even though you feel like you're absolutely in the right and okay with what you've shared, people will also still not be happy with that. But I've been in situations where I've had to kind of stand by that too. Yeah, Rogue, I'm sorry you feel like that, but I I'm not going to say sorry because it'll just make things easy because I feel like I considered that I didn't use your name and I I. I'm sorry you're upset, but I also don't regret what I shared because that was still my story too. I've had that conversation with my mum before actually, yeah, where I was like, well, that's the way I saw it and you knew that. Mm -hmm. Just now other people know Mm -hmm. it and I'm sorry that you hate that that's my job sometimes, but it is. Mm. So hashtag probably unrelatable. (laughs) That's why Zane just never listens to the radio show because he's like, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) It is. But I was interested to talk to you guys about, especially you, Georgia, because I think that you completely can relate. Reckon the girls are over sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. (laughs) See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. Um, Okay, the duck, Philip has gone off. So what have we got? Um, I want to wrap this baby up and talk about how sometimes your your exes and the people that you were that you were in relationships with in the past can then sometimes cause judgment with people in the current in the present oh, like time you were with that yes yeah, right. so I was talking to him ma- I was talking to a mate um, yesterday right and something came up I think um, she said something like oh yeah well I used to be my old type I used to be with guys that were like real meatheads with you know you they would wear those gym singlets, you know, that were really thin, <laughs> drop right down, you'd see the nipples come out the side. And I was like, what? You were with that type of person? I can so not picture that. And everyone else was kind of laughing and her current boyfriend was like, oh, my God, I almost didn't go out with her because of that. Like I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It was like a, it was like a bad thing. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, but same thing. When I was first with my boyfriend, Zane, he knew that one of – my exes was like a footy boy because, to be honest, that was what I knew and what I thought was a man and the way that a man was supposed <laughs> to be because my dad and all of my uncles and what I know of of a stereotypical man is to be that. Like, mm. you know, I'm going out with the boys. I'm turning the phone off for the next 24 hours. you got to keep the missus happy, happy wife, happy life, that kind of vibe of somebody because that's what I associated with. Oh, that's how you're supposed to be treated. That's what a guy is. So obviously I then was seeking that in a partner, thinking yeah. that that's what I wanted. And it's funny. It comes up every now and then with um, Zane, my boyfriend now, he's like, I still can't believe you're with someone like that. It just freaks me out because I just can't. I can't picture it because he couldn't be any further from that. Yeah. And it is funny where you go, oh, 
I even judge myself sometimes. And this is what my mate was saying. She goes, oh, I feel sick that I was with someone like that. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's who you were then is very different to who you are now. And you have to learn that you don't want that. Mm. Like we, I just cannot get over how much we are taught things from the beginning, like from when you're little. Mm. Like you really have no other gauge, none. Mm. So, of course, you're going to step into that world. Uh, Georgia, do you have a type that you would prefer not to admit but happy to admit? <laughs> oh, and, well, definitely not type. I'm going to take the word type right out of it. Yes. But I dated a guy for like six months, not all that long ago, which is the worst part, who was covered <laughs> almost head to toe in tattoos. Really? And that is wow. so far from my type, it's not even funny. Um, but I kind of, I mean, I liked that. Not even like I liked the tattoos, like bad boy thing. I liked that. It was, you know, people were surprised by that. And then they'd get to know him. He's a lovely guy and and they would see that. But I kind of do look now because people see pictures of him and they're like, oh, oh, I would I, – I'm judging you on that. Like blatantly it's judging funny, you on that. It? Yeah. It is uh, funny. And it's funny how you say take the word type out because I, I've tried really mm-hmm. hard to do that over the past 12 months of just how unhelpful it is, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though mm-hmm. you can have – if you're having a few drinks with friends and you're having a laugh about types, I suppose, footy boy, and you're putting them all under those gym junkie whatever, it's harmless. But it can also be really restrictive when you're looking forward and looking to meet to kind of obsess over what the kind of guy was before. You know, you could very well meet uh, somebody of a similar vein, I learned, that may say I dated the footy guy. Mm. I could date a guy that played footy in the future that isn't going to be the same guy of as Of course, yeah, because you bo- yeah, there is this element where you box people yeah, in and, yeah. and the footy and guy is not my guy. But how do you know? It, we have to let it go yeah. because otherwise you could – then you're basically restricting the world. Like, so <laughs> if you go through yeah. every single tie that didn't yeah, work, true. then you'll have no one left. It's so very true. Yeah, it can exactly. be quite dangerous, really dangerous. Yeah, but it well, is – Two boyfriends were um, both musical theatre performers. Which Love it, yeah. <laughs> you would say definitely a type, right? And, um, <laughs> and neither of them ended well at all. And then when on The Bachelorette, one of the intruders was a musical theatre performer. And it's so funny speaking to my friends afterwards because they said as soon as he said that's what he did, they were like, no! <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna go back there, but it, but it is but funny again. the judgment thing because people feel like when it's not because all it is, it's not you, it's your partner. So there's an element of like people around you would never judge something that you did as much as they would be able to judge the person that you're with. There's almost this entitlement to be like, oh, I'm surprised by that type or that guy did not suit you or he's not your type or she's not your type or whatever. There is this kind of entitlement as outsiders mm. or friends or family members that you can be completely blatantly honest and sometimes even borderline rude because when it's someone's partner, even though – I don't know. I don't know. There is this entitlement to be able to say it, even though it might be a bit offensive. If they're currently with yeah. them or in the, from the past? Both. Yeah, right. I think there is this openness where you go, I so did not pick you for that kind of person oh, to be with that, that kind of guy. You do that to or, yourself. I'm yeah. currently doing that. You know, like it's kind of weird that you find yourself. But I think that's why it's a good thing to let go of all of that, especially if you're single and you're looking, mm. to let go of any kind of thought about it because then it all just, I imagine, um, goes out the window. Mm. Yeah, and I, I don't know why people <laughs> think it's okay to say to somebody about who they're dating, oh, he's not your type or I wouldn't have thought 
That's what I mean. It's so rude, and I probably babbled around that. But it is a rude. It's a full on rude thing to say to somebody. Yet I've said it. I've said it to people in my life, and I've had it said back to me. Mm. But it's a. It's actually offensive. Yeah, everybody says that to Lee about me. All of his past girlfriends have been like, with these fake lips, big boobs, (laughs) look like they've stepped off the cover of a health and fitness magazine. And I'm like rocking around. I'm currently sitting here in a giant T-shirt with Audrey Hepburn's face on it and no makeup. Love it. (laughs) I love it. We want a photo, please. (laughs) But is there there an element, Georgia, where you kind of judge Lee a little bit from the people that he was with in the past? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I actually didn't get the chance to because I didn't know any of this until. I mean, that's, that's the whole nature of meeting someone on The Bachelorette. Yeah, of course. I, I didn't only, even think so. Of that. Yeah. So not so natural. It's, it's only after, then all his friends are going, you know, oh, I'm so surprised that you guys have ended up together. You know, you're not his type, but we love you and we're glad you are together. That you're here, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Type. But I'm going, ha ah, ha, thanks, guys. I feel great about myself. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but I. I think everybody, and I think this is across all areas of life, everyone needs to box people in to feel that they have some kind of control mm. because when we really look at it, especially with relationships, we don't have much control. No. We just like to think that we do. But it kind of works or it doesn't, you know. It's, it's like on This Is Us with the big girls with the, I've forgotten the character's name, with the dude and then she sees his ex who's really hot and she's freaking out oh, yeah. because she's like, what, was she big and has lost heaps of weight? And he's like, no, she was just not a nice person. But it's this whole kind of, I think it also then goes back to that um, self-worth, self-confidence thing because it's like, well, why are you with me then if, if your type is X and, and slash, I'm not X? And slash, he was overweight too. And it's like, well, what, how did you get her? Yeah. Like that's the awful yeah. other type yeah. cast of yeah. that. Is yeah. That, yeah. How, and he's kind of looking at her in that episode going, fuck you, yeah. you know, a little self-insecure. bit. Self-insecure. Yeah. yeah. So fun. Do you watch that, Georgia? This is us. I've only, I only watched the first oh. episode and oh, I loved it, but do I it. haven't been around when it's on and I've waited. It's I've just on Templay, Dura. It's just on Templay. Just oh, you can do it. Yes. Yeah, yes. but I didn't realise. I got yes. Apple TV and I didn't realise you could have Netflix. I mean, what's it called? Templay. Until like literally a week ago when Stacey so told me. Annoying. I was like, I thought it was just Netflix, but no, it's not. I, but the first episode is not up anymore, so you need to hop to it because I yeah. think well, I they take them one. off. Yeah, okay. They take okay. them off well, every Well, don't muck around. On. Get that uh, Audrey Hepburn T-shirt happening yeah. and uh, put that on, please. Um, Georgia, it's been lovely to chat to you. If you do want to check out uh, where Georgia's putting her pics every now and then. <laughs> um, it's, when she wants, guys, all right? Not because you're pressuring her. Uh, Georgia A. Love um, on Instagram and the same on Twitter and you can follow her on Snapchat, Georgia Love 308. Um, but it's been lovely to kind of meet you and, and get to know you a little bit better. Thank you so much. I've had so much fun. I forgot that we were doing a podcast. I just thought I was having a chat. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. That, that's what we want. It's been a lot of fun. That yeah, is good awesome. One. Thanks, well, Georgia. Yeah, thanks for your time. And um, for those of you that want to listen to any of the other shows that we do with Incredible Women, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can download all of the other episodes. And, of course, hear us on the KISS Network nightly. Okay, bye, Thanks, chicks. everyone. Bye. 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 Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Thinker Girl the Podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.